Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. Today, we are talking about intentional cleaning. Everybody loves a clean home, right? But what about a spiritually cleaned home? What do I mean by that? Well, I'm going to tell you. But before I get started, I'm going to warn you that this episode is full of advice. (laughs) I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life, but it's simply suggestions. Actually, it's going to sound a little bit like housekeeping 101. You don't have to heed them or even agree with all of it. But I just want you to be aware that this is intended to help you in your magical practice if you want this advice. So let's start with the kitchen since this is such a kitchen witchery thing, right? So having a clean kitchen is key to successful intentional cooking. I don't just mean cleaning the counters and putting dishes in the dishwasher. Well, do that too, of course, but your kitchen should be clutter-free, at least as clutter-free as it can be. A small kitchen can be organized with the right mindset. You can also make your own counter cleaner using herbs. I love my herbal cleansers. It makes things smell so nice. And I know it's all natural because I know exactly what I'm putting into it. And as you're cleaning, think about having a positive environment. A clean space is a happy place, right? Get rid of any kitchen gadgets that you haven't used in a while. Trust me, you don't need them. Organize your spices, your utensil drawer, and your pots and pans. If you have a ton of plastic leftover containers, I know you do, only keep as much as you would use in a week. Because do you really use all 50 containers at once? Maybe if you're a caterer. Whatever containers you decide to keep, you could certainly stack them in the covers nice and neat. Better yet, get a bigger container to put them all in. If you have a million appliances on your counter, think about how often you use those. Are they really worth keeping? Can you put them away somewhere when not in use? And mind you, I'm not talking about actually throwing things away. But you can certainly give items to other people or even sell them if they are in excellent use. Let's talk about mugs. Mugs are one of those items, just like tumblers, that people always have way too many of. If you're a coffee drinker, how many cups of coffee do you drink at home? One, two? If you run your dishwasher every day, you probably only need one or two mugs for each coffee drinker in your home. Or tea drinkers, for that matter. And don't get me started on those damn tumblers. (laughs) I get those as gifts so often that I could probably open up a shop with them. I only really need one a day as long as I clean it every day. Now the refrigerator. How many of you have found food in the back of the fridge that you just can't identify anymore? I'm raising my hand. It's much easier to find things when everything is organized and has its own place, just like the cabinets. Do you have them sorted in categories 
such as breakfast items, baking ingredients, snacks, and so on and so forth. The kitchen is usually the most used room in the home. It's where you prepare and make your meals. It might even be the room where you eat your meals. Sometimes it's where friends and family gather. There's something magical about a clean, clutter-free kitchen. You will definitely be more likely to want to spend time cooking in your kitchen. Think of the magical meals you can make. And as you're making these meals, think of the intention of each meal you're making, each part of the meal that you make in and what you're putting into it, what seasonings, herbs, spices, what have you. Think about the intention of each of those things. What are you trying to accomplish with this meal? Now, let's walk into the living room, den, or family gathering place, whatever you call your space, where you sit and watch TV, read, play games, or just have conversations. If you have any kind of shelving, is it orderly? Is there any kind of theme? Are random things just thrown on there? Organizing shelves can actually be a lot of fun. You may want to place books on one part of the shelf if you have a shelf with many different types of items on it. Knickknacks on another. If you still have DVDs or CDs, you could put those together. If you have a small space, it can only fit one shelf, then this is the way to go. Otherwise, your space can look a lot neater and organized if you dedicate a shelf for each category. Like mentioned before, if there are things that are cluttering your space and you haven't used certain items in a long time, then don't feel bad about getting rid of them. If you don't listen to CDs anymore because you have Apple Music or Spotify, then toss the CDs. Better yet, donate them. Same thing with DVDs. Do you actually still watch them? Or do you or do you do all your movie viewing on Netflix or Prime? If you have items for collections, then by all means keep your collections. Furniture can be arranged in a feng shui type pattern for a more cozy space. This is the area where most people come to the end of the day to relax. So you want to be able to relax in an organized, clean, comfortable setting. The bathroom has a lot of hygienic products in it, so of course you want to keep that room clean. Check your medicine cabinet or underneath your sink for anything that could be organized or thrown out. Makeup has a shelf life. For instance, mascara is really only good to use for three months. Throw away anything that's expired. Put shaving items together in a bin. Hair accessories can be placed in a basket. Every time you buy a new toothpaste, it's a good idea to buy a new toothbrush as well. Nobody likes to clean the toilet or shower or bathtub, but it needs to be done. Again, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. This is not a lecture. This is just a way for you to keep more magical energy by creating a clean, safe space. So on to the bedroom. Not really much to say here except except that this is a space for sleep. Maybe other fun activities as well, which we will not get into. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> but sleep, okay? Let's focus on sleep. In order to get a good night's sleep, I strongly believe, and a lot of you might not agree with me, that you should not have a television in the bedroom or a game system or a computer unless there is no other choice. Because when we get ready for bed, 
We need to calm our minds, not stimulate them, right? Another thing that I just want to put in here, it's kind of off topic, but since we're talking about the home, I just want to mention it. I believe that mirrors and windows should not face each other because it can create a portal. So if you have a mirror facing a window, for example, hang a dream catcher in the window. And I'm not going to dwell on this right now. We could talk about that on a later episode. Anyway, let's talk about the altar. If you have an altar that you leave up, you know, that you keep up all the time, make sure that you have some order to it and that any candle wax is cleaned up as well as incense ash. Keeping a clean altar is really important for magic since that is your sacred space. So when you're doing this cleaning and organizing, focus also on attracting prosperity, protection, and healing to your home. Get rid of old energy and bring in positive new energy. A lot of witches, including myself, do big cleanings in the spring and fall where you clean things that normally don't get done on an everyday basis, such as curtains, blinds, windows, doors, and baseboards. This all includes the outside as well. Just this past weekend, we all went over to my parents' house and helped them with yard work. You wouldn't believe the amount of leaves we raked and bagged up. But now their yard looks fresh and clean and has a nice positive vibe to it. It feels good to get it done. And think about making your own herb-based cleansers like I mentioned before. You will really feel the magic then. One of the things I don't like doing is dusting. I tend to put it off until I really notice it. And then I find myself grabbing the Swiffer and dusting everything. I feel much better when it's done. I feel like things are much cleaner. I also like to keep my closets and drawers organized. It makes things easier to find. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope this helps at least a little or get you motivated to make most of the space that you have. Okay, so this was another short episode, but it's just something that I really wanted to touch base with you guys on because I really feel it is important to keep a clean, organized space in order to let your magic thrive, right? So before I let you go, I want to draw an oracle card. Now, this deck that I'm using is called Oracle of Light and Dreams by Scott Howden. And it has a picture of a fairy, or maybe she's an elf because I don't see any wings behind her, but um, an elf on the front of it holding a crow. So it's very pretty. This is a nice deck, especially if you're a beginner, because it doesn't really have a lot to say, okay? But it's perfect for an everyday draw. So I'm just going to go ahead and shuffle these. And just like I told you with the runes, the way that I feel that I'm ready to stop shuffling and pick the right card is that I will start to feel some kind of sensation in my hand and then up my arm. So it kind of tells me that I need to stop shuffling and if I'm doing a spread, um, then I kind of get the feel of the cards and what needs to be done. Um, well, let me let me go back. If I'm spreading them out, if I'm fanning them out to pick a card, um, then I kind of feel them around after I'm done shuffling 
and I kind of get a sense of what card needs to be drawn. Again, I get that sensation going up my arm. If I'm doing a spread, like a three card or a five card spread or whatnot, then I just kind of pick up from the top cards, okay? And when I'm doing a daily reading, just a one card daily reading, I, sh I shuffle and then I pick from the top. So, oh, okay, here we go. Pick the top card. And it is two hearts. And let me get the book to read to you. Okay, <clears throat> this is the 39th card called Two Hearts. And it's give and receive love. And it's for attraction, care, affection, and fulfillment. And it says, The girl had a love of all the jungle creatures and felt relieved that with the aid of her elephant companion, she was able to find the lost cub. In the heat of the afternoon, the trio made their way along the trail. Sheltered from the sun by the shade of the parasol, she relaxed, knowing that the cub would soon be reunited with her mother and the rest of her pride. Love is recognized as one of the most basic human needs. Love takes on many forms and is experienced in different ways by different people. It involves a mixture of feelings that may include attraction, attachment, affection, and need. Everybody needs to, be, needs to love and be loved in order to lead a healthy and fulfilling life. When we experience love, we may benefit from an improved ability to cope with life's stresses, less risk of depression, increased self-esteem, and a longer life expectancy. And then there's a little quote here. And in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. And that quote is by John Lennon and Paul McCartney from The Beatles. Pretty cool. All you need is love, right? And I guess I should have described the card to you. Um, sorry about that. So there's a woman on top of an elephant, and she's got a little cub right in front of her. She's sitting crisscross, and she has a parasol over her head, and they're in the woods. And a lot of these cards have a lot of blue and green in them. They're like really blue, lots of blues and greens in them, and they're really, really beautiful. So if you find this... Um, deck anywhere I do recommend picking it up for like I said it's great for just a daily reading and affirmations and all that kind of stuff all right well there we go again thanks everyone for tuning in so you can check out my patreon or coffee pages and if you sign up under a certain tier you do get perks so in other words if you're on a tier where you get um where you get early access or behind the scenes type footage, you were going to get more than what everyone else does on the podcast or even on the Facebook group. Um, so that means that I will be adding extra content to those, to the ones who are at those particular tiers. Okay. And also I have t-shirts available in the coffee shop and there is more merch to come. In fact, let me know what items you would like to see in the shop. And maybe I can work on that, okay? All right, everyone. Stay cleaned and organized and have a very magical week. So that's going to do it for today. 
I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.